your life, and it's ending one minute at a time. I was blind, but now I see. Working jobs we hate, so we can buy shit we don't need. Ideas are brutal. If you had one shot, everything I'd ever read, heard, seen was now organized and available. Now you fucking khakis. Life moves pretty fast. The Biohacking Secret Show. What's up, biohackers? If you guys love the episode we did with Jack Cruz and Ruben Salinas, you're going to be all over this one with Matt Blackburn. We discussed how to biohack your hydration and your supplement protocol to better charge the human battery. So this has to do with a lot of fun stuff like whether or not your body is gaining electrons or losing electrons, which sounds complicated, but it really just has to do with whether or not your body is inflamed and able to neutralize some of the inflammation that we're exposed to in our modern lifestyle. And if the answer is yes, you've got plenty of these good free radical scavenging electrons in your body and you're not exposing yourself to some of the toxins that we're going to discuss in this episode, then your energy is going to go through the roof. Matt Blackburn is founder of MitoLife, a supplement line dedicated to improving mitochondrial health. Those mitochondria are the little energy powerhouses of our cells and your overall state of being. He has his bachelor's degree in complementary and alternative health, and he's an avid researcher and experimenter. I love Matt because he's one of those guys that is out there practicing, doing it, living it, and of course, while still obeying the Hippocratic Oath, which is to first do no harm. A lot of people have a misconception that biohackers are out there taking unnecessary risks and putting their health and well-being in harm's way, and it couldn't be further from the truth. The people that are doing it right are using They're looking for asymmetric risk, which basically means low downside, huge upside, and um, choosing their experiments based on the scientific literature and what we're seeing work in the extremes, the people dealing with chronic illnesses and the pro athletes, the people that are already at the top of their game. Matt currently works with clients using the primordial elements of light, water, and magnetism. If you want to check out more on Matt and his pure DHA extract that we discuss in this episode, you can go to mitolife, M-I-T-O-L-I-F-E dot U-S. And uh, we've even put together a cool discount code for you guys. You can just enter biohacks, B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S at checkout. And that'll save you 15% if you want to take advantage of some of the cool things that Matt and I discuss. Um, Some other teasers, Matt discusses how nude sunbathing without burning was one of the secret weapons in conquering his fatigue and brain fog, why water in these parts of the world is 10,000 times more acidic, and how this slowly drains our body's battery. Three simple steps you can use to remove the health-stealing total dissolved solids, or TDSs, from your water and decrease intracellular toxins. These toxins are missed by 99% of water filters. So if you're using charcoal filters like a Brita or a Pure or many of these other brands, not to single those ones out, you're missing a lot of these solids that can have a negative impact on our health. And uh, and these are toxins that can destroy our mitochondria and the cellular membrane. So um, important stuff here. And the number one supplement that everyone needs But vegetarians are almost always deficient in it. And hint, it's not iron. It's not B12. So you guys are going to want to stay tuned and dive in. We go into much, much more. This episode is really fun. It's a beast, but you're going to love it. And your brain is probably going to explode more than once. So without further ado, please sit back, relax, and enjoy my interview with Matt Blackburn. 
Hey everyone, I know you'll enjoy the interview. If you'd like to learn more of my top biohacking secrets, get a free copy of my best-selling book called The Biohacker's Guide to Upgraded Energy and Focus for free at biohackersguide.com. It's over 500 pages of my top biohacks and I'll send it to you for free if you cover a small shipping cost. Get your free copy at biohackersguide.com. Matt Blackburn, welcome to the show. Awesome to be here, Anthony. Thanks for, I'm really stoked to be here. Oh man, I'm excited to have you. And I'm looking at, I'm checking out your, uh, your, your pad there behind you. Where, explain to us where you're at right now. All right. Yeah. So I moved from a super population dense area, San Diego up to Big Bear. So I'm at 7,000 feet elevation. So from sea level to 7,000 feet and everything's different. The oxygen and the air the terpene content in the air, um, just that the general pollution is way less. The electro smog is way less. The noise is way less. So the first week I moved here, my nervous system actually had a reset where I never get insomnia. Like since I've started this health journey, pretty much two nights of insomnia, I really had a reset. It was almost too peaceful on my system. And so that was really cool to kind of feel that nervous system activation, just like, oh, finally. Because I, I was next to the Mexico border. I was renting an RV from my friends. I mean, I'm super raw biohacker. Just, I, I grounded the entire RV, the metal frame of the RV to a copper rod filled with shungite. I was sleeping on a magnetico pad. I mean, I was, I was trying to biohack my environment, but it was very space-like. So mariachi music until two or 3 a.m. in the morning people drinking right outside my RV, screaming. I was kind of next to an alley. It was very harsh, but uh, it was a great experience. I learned a lot. I learned that you can only biohack to a certain extent if your environment's really bad. So that was a huge wake-up call for me. That's, that's been a hard lesson for me as well. And uh, I'm, I'm thinking there's probably some similarities to our stories because I came from Chicago and moved down to uh, a part of Florida that's much less populated. And I was in San Diego last week. San Diego is actually one of the places that we were looking um, when we were checking out spots in California and Florida before we settled. And I could see some of what you're describing in our visit there because it's like, it's great because there's so much going on. And at the same time with population density and the infrastructure to support that, you know, cell towers and everything else that, that we're going to, you know, dive into not to go down the EMF route or anything, but you know, everyone's got a phone. Everyone has like seven wireless and Bluetooth devices. There's a lot of stuff going on and, um, and that can impact us. What were, what were you experiencing there health wise that like, wasn't so amazing? (laughs) On a personal level, I definitely noticed uh, the anxiety aspect of it. Um, just to be real, I'm a very, just, open. We've all had our journeys. Mine has been mostly financial and just coming from that kind of just scarcity mindset to no, the more I have, the more I can help other people. And that's been huge for me. So, so switching my environment, just simply here, I'm so much more clear headed to help people now. And I am helping a lot of people to increase their energy. So down there, I did notice definitely while I was on the hamster wheel of working a lot and finishing my college degree, uh, it's kind of just that nervous system burnout, which I think is just the hallmark of Western civilization. And I was experiencing that. I mean, un, you know, driving in a car for eight, 10 hours a day 
Funny enough, I was actually uh, in the cannabis industry. I was a delivery driver. Funny enough, with all the knowledge that I had, uh, I was just kind of, you know, just, just going along and not applying the information to actually help people, which was a source of anxiety. But being disconnected, insulated from the earth, like you said, all those wireless devices, I felt it. I, I was developing severe anxiety over the course of two years. And it felt like a runaway train where it was like, I was, it, it was speeding up the, the anxiety to where I was like going a hundred miles per hour. And I was heading towards a brick wall. And I think this is the start of a lot of chronic disease is of course the mental emotional aspect, which then burns out your nervous system. So that, that was, that's basically been my story. Everyone has their thing, depression, anxiety, you know, it could be brain fog. It could be whatever. Mine was definitely anxiety. And I really learned how to biohack anxiety with a lot of tools. I would say the major tools was uh, grounding, nude sunbathing, and cold thermogenesis. I actually put up a YouTube video where I talked about a biohacked CT tub. And pretty much the, the focus was grounding the water and being naked while I was in the water. And I did about average five soaks a week at 50 to 55 degrees Fahrenheit for 15 to 20 minutes. But beforehand, I would dose with specific substances, namely chlorophyll and DHA, and sometimes methylene blue. These photosensitizers, these things to absorb more light. And I noticed an extreme protective effect on my brain that lasted a while. Magnesium chloride foot baths were also very huge for me. And I use those very often. In the RV, it's funny. I would turn around in the kitchen while I'm writing my school papers and I would have the, the filtered water on the stove and I would keep adding it to keep the water warm at my feet while I was typing my papers. And uh, the magnesium is often overlooked. There's over 30 forms of magnesium. So it's not just I take magnesium, what form? Just like all minerals. Minerals are so complicated. This is, this is great. So essentially like you had to, if I'm hearing you correctly, recharge your battery. You were, you were running in an environment where it was, we'll say stealing your electrons or stealing your current. And, um, some of these environmental, you know, toxins can do that. And then you started doing things like, all right, I need to recharge my battery. I need to get connected to the earth and ground. I need to get, you know, some good EMFs, which the sun is, which grounding is, you know, so like flooding your body with those electrons, sending your charge the other direction from an inflammatory positive charge to, you know, more of like a negative or neutral charge. And then CT, you know, similar, but also, um, also working on, uh, basically like condensing those respiratory proteins and increasing energy. I love it. Yeah. And, and you know what, Anthony, some people that might be into this world of biohacking and light water magnetism might hear this. And this is what kept me from starting a YouTube channel for many years. Oh, there's so many people talking about it. You know, this is like, let, let's move on. But it's like, no, you look at how many smoothie recipes there are and juice <laughs> recipes. And then I look at, I mean, I work with clients Honestly, it seems like one in three now have Lyme disease and all the co-infections with it. Yep. So, wow. I mean, Lyme disease, autoimmune disease, all of these different things. 
what is the cause? Let's start looking at the basic things. So my point right now is what I'm trying to make is we can't talk about this enough because the priorities of people in the health community are so misguided. Yes. That we really need this information to get out there. And we really need like your listeners, make YouTube videos, share this with your friends. The start of disease really is light water magnetism. There's bad light and there's good light. There's good magnetism and bad magnetism. Yeah. There's good water and bad water. And most of the water's the hardest one of all. That's the hardest one. It's taken me years to learn about water. It used to be simple before we had industrial revolution. Now we have sulfuric and nitric and excess carbonic acid. And these acids are so corrosive, they'll eat into brick walls, statues. Google pictures, acid rain statues. What do you think that's doing to our bones? What do you think that's doing to our brain? It's, it's very. <laughs> this is this is good. I'm excited to dive in. Um, you're going to share some some simple steps that you use to like recharge your battery, but even coolers that anyone can use to increase their energy and recharge their battery. And um, so we're going to go through those four. And uh, I'd like to really know like what you're doing. You know, so what is the best practice? for each one of these and, um, and why. Love it. All right. So kick us off, uh, the first step or the first thing to recharge, uh, your battery. So you increase your energy water. And this is, I'm going to share some things that people have probably never heard before. So I've studied various teachers and you know, there's this quote, steal from one person, it's plagiarism, steal from many, it's research. <laughs> so we're all standing on, we're all standing on the, sh on the shoulders of giants. Mm -hmm. And this is very, very key because I've had so many teachers and they have had teachers. And a lot of the people that I've learned about water from learned from Victor Schauberger. And Victor Schauberger was a, a genius water philosopher in Europe. He actually figured out how to reroute water and rivers without using pumps just with rocks supposedly he built an anti-gravity machine this guy was a genius he figured out that water likes to vortex it likes to be cold specifically at 38 fahrenheit it likes to be dark it doesn't like to be stored it likes to move so water we're familiar with dr gerald pollack professor at the university of washington he wrote the book called the fourth phase of water we're just starting to wake up to this now like, whoa, you know, even like, look at the water that we're drinking. Look at the water we're bathing in. With water, my whole thing is, what is the TDS? Is it low? Are there acids in it? That's the main thing. Because a lot of people go to, oh, let's vortex it. Let's cool it. Let's put it on a magnetic field. Let's put it in the sun. You know, all of these esoteric things. Let's put it crystals around it. All these... It's like, why don't we start with the practical stuff and uh, talk about practical? You buy a TDS meter for under $15 and that measures the parts per million of dissolved solids in the water. And that could be anything. It could be pharmaceuticals. It could be toilet paper residue. It could be birth control. But largely, it's these dissolved, these inorganic rocks. And that's what it's measuring. So to put this in perspective, the tap water in San Diego was about 480. And my parents use a gravity Berkey filter, which is incredible 
if the power goes out and the system collapses, highly recommend if you're somewhat concerned that this system is not going to be here all the time, start with water, get a Berkey gravity filter. Highly recommend that is one of the best investments you can make for just your survival. If anything ever happens, earthquake, whatever it is, because you just pour water in the top and it, these Mike Adams talks about this one. It takes out a lot of stuff. But that's not a long-term solution. That is a short-term emergency solution. So my parents used one of those. That only lowers the parts per million by 20. So what that means is that you're still drinking rocks, sand. What are inorganic minerals? They're minerals without a negatively attached carbon to them. They're not carbon-based, so our body can't assimilate them. So it treats it like a heavy metal, and it creates what's called leukocytosis, which is increased white blood cell count. If anyone wants to look deeper into this, look up Charles Mayo of the Mayo Clinic. He talked a lot about this. There's a crazy statistic. By the time someone's 60, 70 years old, they drank 450 12-ounce glasses of solids, straight-up rocks. Matt, am I hearing you correctly? Like, If you tested the, the total dissolved solids and your tap water in San Diego and it came out 480, and then you ran that same tap water through a Berkey filter, which I've also heard is great. My brother has owned one. I recommended them for clients, especially because you can get the, the add-on to also remove fluoride. But you're saying that would only take the TDS down to 460? Correct. And you can measure that so to verify it. And, you know, the Berkey is great. Like I said, it's, it's worlds beyond a Brita. So, of course, there's levels with water. But what I tell people is just jump to the best. And that's a reverse osmosis system. And it's taken me years to get to this place because my personal journey was experimental, like everything. So I did exclusively well water for a while. I did exclusively hand harvested spring water. <laughs> I did distilled water I made myself with like three different types of water distillers. When did, I had, when did you get sick of harvesting your spring water? Because for <laughs> me, it was like the first time. <laughs> it was about the one year mark. I was like, oh, just like too busy. It's so much easier to make it at home. You're a resilient, determined man. I bet you're pretty <laughs> stubborn. <laughs> I am. I am. And, and down in San Diego, there's an equestrian center. I don't know if she still does it, but it's on Find a Spring. And it was, I believe it was $2 a gallon, but this water was healing. They, she actually had a Native American dowser find out where to drill. And I've been interviewed on other podcasts about water and with my friend Christian Bates of Longevity Power that, that loves spring water, you know, Daniel Vitalis angle, that whole thing. We have to realize though, with the paleo thing, with all of the, it's the biogeochemical cycles of the earth have been altered. And that is, that is the red pill to swallow. It really is. Because once you realize that, now you can kind of reverse engineer, okay, how do, we, how do we not only survive, but thrive through this? When we realize that the rain... When you say the, the, the biogeochemical cycles of the earth have been altered, if someone's like, what does that mean? What do you say? <laughs> yeah, so the nitrogen cycle, the hydrological cycle, um, the carbon cycle... Um, the mineral cycle, the earth has many natural cycles that it basically uses to, to repackage life and reuse it over and over and over and over again. So for example, when it rains, 
what used to be distilled water that falls down now has a yellowish tint to it and it falls through smog and pollution. And this is even wild caught Alaskan salmon up north and where it's, you think it's pristine. You think about Alaska, you think about clear skies. No, there's a layer of fog. These travel in the atmosphere. So not only do we have more microwave radiation now on our surface than the sun, but we have this smoke cloud because every time we drive cars, nitrogen oxides, every time we burn fossil fuels, carbon dioxides, right? So, um, sorry, sulfur dioxides. And that creates nitric and sulfuric acid, which binds to water droplets and that falls to the earth. The rain's supposed to be five to 5.5 pH world records 1.38 in Scotland. And it's like the Richter scale. Each, it's logarithmic. From a four to a five is times 10. From a four to six is 100. So the rain is not just like 10 times more acidic. It's up to a thousand times more acidic. That's key. That is key. And, and we have to understand that before this call, we were talking about fulvic acid. There's natural acids that the earth uses, the plants use to uptake minerals. And that's fulvic, humic, and ulmic. But what happens if this sulfuric and nitric acid is way more powerful than that fulvic? It's going to overpower it and wash it away. Ah, so you're saying some of what people, you know, some of the listeners may be aware about our over farming practices and how they deplete soil of nutrients like fulvic and humic acids that we need for, for our biology to work right. And um, what you're saying is, yeah, that may be a part of it, but if we're drinking super acidic water that may even deteriorate our ability to process those nutrients or possibly even compete with them in the body that even if we were getting them, we may not be able to utilize them. We may still be deficient, even if it was good soil. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and this, this, this connects with, with what we're talking about with water. This is all connected. And this, this is, this is the key. This is why we're talking about the acid issue. It's not just, Oh, buy a, alkaline water machine and I'm good because those machines that are four grand only remove the acids. They don't take out the contaminants. Mm -hmm. So the pharmaceuticals, the radiation, the inorganic minerals, all those things. So absolutely the, the acid thing relates to our pH and I came from the vegan world. The alkaline diet is a fad thing. You know, you're supposed to be alkaline and yes, we are. Our blood is slightly more alkaline, you know, 7.35, around there but our different tissues have different ph's definitely and that's potential of hydrogen that's acid alkaline you know if you remember back in chemistry class the ph scale is 0 to 14 7 is neutral you know stomach acids like 2 coca-cola is like 2 <laughs> baking soda is up there 11 or 12 and so the key is if we're drinking acidic water all the time. Now that we're living in the city, we're breathing car exhaust, another acid. So drinking acids, we're breathing acids. And now we take a shower and we don't have a shower filter or we do, but it's just a cheap one, 30 to 50 bucks. Now we're bathing in acids. So drinking, breathing, bathing in acids. Now, what does that do? It destroys the pancreas because the pancreas has um, a buffering system. 
and so does the lungs and so does the liver like different systems there's even a protein buffering system our body our body has mechanisms to deal with excess acids but when it's chronic but maybe not 10,000 times exactly in the chronic issue it's just like the emfs that you talk about it's it's the it's the daily assault that adds up yeah and to me that's why i'm so passionate it's, where are all these chronic diseases why does everyone have autoimmune disease now why mm. is everyone sick it's we're not looking at these fundamentals totally so I, agree. yeah yeah so I, I brew my own water and i i focus on like i said low tds acid free that should be the new meme with water because people were drinking spring water 300 tds you better know what minerals are in there but better yet what form are those minerals in uh which means what are they bound to I love it. Matt, a couple rapid fire questions related to water. What type of reverse osmosis uh, system do you own? And is this like your dream system or is there one that you've kind of got your eye on uh, at some point if you upgrade? Yeah. Awesome question. With, with water, there's a lot of people trying to rip people off with overpriced systems. It's taken me years to find this one. And this is the company that I personally work with called Omico Organics, super high integrity. They just released recently a 12 stage RO system. And what makes this one different is that they use some pretty exotic media in the filters. So it's a six cartridge with two stages in each one. Just like in their shower filter, they actually use zeolite. They use activated shungite. Very different materials and you're not going to find in your, in your Costco filter. So like I said, there's levels. If, you're, if, if someone's drinking Brita, just throw that out and just drink tap water because it's the same, exact same thing. But go to the best. This one's around 500 bucks, which is super, super affordable. And I even have a, a discount code if people are interested, 10% off, which makes a big difference. Yeah, we'll put that in the show notes to get people a discount code because I'm, I'm going to pick up one of those for sure. And uh, we'll, we'll make sure that there's a, a link in the show notes for everybody. Yeah, and just last, I know this is a rapid fire, just last quick thing on it, what, why I love it so much. This is next level. It's actually in a box. So the, the whole system comes in a, an enclosed box so that mold can't get into the cartridge because if it's in a cold, dark place, like under the sink, Mold can get into the, like in Texas where the owner lives. So that's key. That's, that's important. And you only have to open the box to change the filters out, which is amazing. And I can just say that up here in Big Bear, I've been using their system for close to a year now. And it still brings my tap water up here down to seven parts per million. So up here in Big Bear, my taps around 250 parts per million. After going through this system, it's seven. So that's close to distilled water. I still have a water distiller because I make my own silver for household cleaning and stuff. <laughs> so uh, yeah, low TDS, you know, and, and then I have a YouTube video about how to bring it back to life. This is, this is what I want to be clear. Can we, it, can we cover some of that too? Because that's, that's uh, the next question. Any, any one of our listeners that have done RO or, I mean, that's a big part of the reason that I threw out my Aqua True. Um, it started becoming too hard to clean and, um, and, and I was like, well, that's not sustainable either, you know? So I, I just got rid of it. I don't want to be drinking mold or, 
things like that with my water. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff can definitely grow in there and especially if it's exposed. So don't get me wrong. I'm, you know, as much as I talk about how fruits and vegetables, agriculture, it's not the best. Spring water is not the best. There's life force. That's a very, I was atheist for when I had my awakening, I was atheist for a week. And then I realized all these esoteric experiences I had growing up. I'm like, obviously, you know, there's energies out there that we can't perceive. Mm -hmm. So yes, when you eat fruits and vegetables, you're getting this life force energy. You're getting photonic energy that carries Mm -hmm. a vibration or information. Mm -hmm. If you're traveling, you have access to spring water bubbling up. Drink that, of course, of course. And it does uplift your spirit. But my whole thing is just for overall health, for long-term health, you want to get into these practices because it will, when you do the research, I just wrote a newsletter for MitoLife. I put out weekly newsletters. I just wrote about this whole issue that we're talking about a couple nights ago in depth. There's this acid issue. So we can, we can even link that in the show notes if you'd yeah, like. Yeah, we'll, we'll link to that article as well. If you're... Um if you're at a grocery store or something, you need to get some bottled water or you need to order bottled water. What, what are your go-to brand or brands? It's a great question. So I would say Gerald Steiner, even though it has quite a bit of calcium in it, just follow it up with some Shilajit within the, within the same day. I really like Shilajit resin. I think that's better than the power. Shilajit being the adaptogen that like some of the Russian power lifters have used and all that. Correct. Yeah. It's becoming like one of those, almost like a fad superfood. But when you actually look into it and there's some really cool PDFs online that you could read about Sheila G, there are a lot of studies on it and it's a, it's a biochemistry thing. Fulvic acid, chelates and complexes, all monovalent and divalent atoms. Translation as a man, excess iron, inorganic iron, because what does acid rain do? Sulfuric and nitric acid displaces iron and aluminum unnaturally erodes alumina and iron because they're the most prevalent they're one of the eight most prevalent minerals on the planet and so these acids are so corrosive they're eating excess iron excess aluminum does this this end up in our body and can that same iron actually elevate iron levels in the body that's a great question yes it can and you'll think that you're good on iron, but it's actually, you're actually going to be iron toxic. If anyone wants to delve, I mean, this is a whole rabbit hole. If anyone wants to look into this, look up Morley Robbins, M-O-R-L-E-Y Robbins. He has great information on iron, copper, and magnesium. Like I said, the minerals are so complicated. Especially we'll, when you get we'll be linking all these. Um, so we'll, yeah. we'll grab these, the Morley Robbins iron, copper, mag articles and your Mito life article where you dive into, uh, TDS and everything. Yeah. And, and, and pick up this book called dumping iron. This is key. A lot of people think iron, a lot of it's a bioavailability issue with the copper. You don't have enough vitamin C or ceruloplasm. There's these drivers that make it usable by the body. Same thing with iron. If you're copper toxic, it's going to throw off your iron magnesium. These all kind of work together. That's why like Shilajit is it's a balancer. It's an, it's a mineral supplement with 84 carbon based organic plant based minerals, but it's also a detoxifier. So if you have these mineral imbalances, 
it's nature's intelligence. It's not like a man-made mineral supplement. These acids are going to actually complex and transmute these things in your body. This is what I'm so, if anyone drinks coffee, just quick tip biohack, shilajit powder, one teaspoon every time you drink coffee. This will do wonders for your brain. This is one of the most neuroprotective things you could ever do because caffeine, nicotine, theobromine, these are drivers for nutrients. So if you're going to drink coffee, make it medicinal. Add shilajit powder every single time. And make sure that, that it's clean shilajit powder. What, what brand do you use or recommend? Omic Organics. I, I'm a big fan. They have a lot of great stuff. It's almost like a one-stop shop for a lot of things. This is where to get the um, reverse osmosis filter as well? Correct. Yes. How do you, how do you spell that? O-M-I-C-A-O-R-G-A-N-I-C-S. All right, nice. So I'm going to be going there and picking up some of this stuff. One of the other cool things about, about Shilajit, um, and you're, you're probably aware of this, but uh, there's, there's been a number of studies showing it can boost CoQ10 efficiency. So like when you combine CoQ10 and Shilajit, they've discovered improved mitochondrial function, enhancement of the mitochondria's ability to convert food into energy, and even um, increased energy available to the tissues. So it's, um, there's a lot of cool stuff going on with this, uh, with this adaptogen. You're blowing my mind, Anthony. I had not heard of that. I'm really into CoQ10. Actually, I'm, I'm a little mad scientist up here in the mountains, and I just made a – I used Bulletproof XCT oil, which is yeah. C8, and I mixed that with uh, – I went to Costco, and I bought the Ubiquinol, which is the reduced version of Coenzyme Q10, uh -huh. and I – with a knife, which is dangerous. It can get slippery. I almost cut myself. Watch out. Steak <laughs> knife. <laughs> Break open each – because capsules are garbage. So you break open the capsule with a steak knife and you squeeze them in to XCT oil, or you can use brain octane, but just for cost effectiveness, XCT. And then I did a gram of PQQ, which is harder to source. I don't have a consistent source for uh, pyroloquinoline quinone, which increases the, the speed of electrons going across the mitochondria. Charles got, Charles got a pretty good PQQ. Yeah. Yeah. Charles a, a good, and funny enough, CVS pharmacy actually carries Jaro products now. No yeah. good. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're traveling, that could be a good option. I'm a big fan of uh, L-theanine with coffee too. And Jaro makes a decent L-theanine supplement. So you were saying the, the PQQ increases the speed that electrons move across the, um, the mitochondrial uh, membrane? The, across the respiratory proteins or the cytochromes in the mitochondria. Yeah. So with MitoLife, my company's MitoLife, mitochondria, Mito, I'm really into these energy centers because I grew up watching Star Wars and I had all the action figures. I was a star, I mean, I was a Star Wars nerd. I was like the best Yoda for Halloween one year. I literally, I was the perfect height like everything. <laughs> and I was embodying uh, just the, the vibe of Yoda, just the, the wisdom of Yoda is something I aspire to. Uh, even if it's just a, a fake character, it's really cool. And with Star Wars, it's almost like a documentary. There is a battle on this planet, whatever you want to call it, good, evil, light, dark. And there is this light aspect. And the light aspect is really interesting because we have a hundred, hundreds to thousands of mitochondria per cell. It took me years to learn this. I thought we just had one power plant per cell. Yeah. And then I learned 
<laughs> no, the areas that are most mitochondrial dense produce the greatest electromagnetic field. So the heart, the brain, the testes and the ovaries, our gut bacteria. And the, the highest density is in women's ovaries because they're, they're bringing a life into this world. But it's fascinating because these little power plants, these electrostars, they actually absorb light and they emit light. And that's really interesting to me because I've been studying the aura for years. I used to go to a ton of groups multiple times a week. I went so deep down the new age path, which to me, I think is a little bit of a distraction now. <laughs> you know, past life regressions, you know, channelings, all that. I went pretty woo-woo for a good three years. But the most, like, the most real things I did were the energy practices. I used to go to Qigong classes. And in the class, they would put on a video. It was the, some woman's house, a meetup group. We'd go on the second story. She'd put on a video, and we'd just do Qigong for about an hour and then we do like free flow movement. And I felt incredible after that. And I realized now what I was doing is I was optimizing my mitochondria, the actual light exchange throughout my body. Yeah. Or I knew mostly about the light water magnetism stuff we're talking about. So that blew my mind. It's definitely, we, can, we have a lot of power just with our mind and doing these, these free practices. But when you combine them, then it's like you're combining the left and right hemisphere. And that's what I'm really into because a lot of people go too much either way, too much atheist, materialistic, just all these devices. And then the opposite way, just too much of a namaste or path where it's like discounting reality. So why don't we combine them and get the best of both worlds? That's kind of where I'm at. I, I agree. And it's pretty cool. Like you mentioned Qigong and it's kind of in a similar vein with yoga and uh, Tai Chi. It's, it can be like a moving meditation, but like what we don't realize is there's some, well, you realize it, but there's some really cool things happening there. Like you've got, we know that like our, our battery will, you know, come back to this, this metaphor throughout, but like it charges up when we contract our, when our muscles contract and fire, right? They're releasing light as they're firing. And as you're increasing the rate of oxygen that you're taking into the body, well, how do we make energy? It's, it's oxygen and food. And like, yeah, it's accelerated by sunlight, but you're taking in more oxygen now and your food is constant, more energy, right? And then you're also like synchronizing your brain and taking your brain into that alpha state where we go when we're meditating, you know, which is also coincidentally the same frequency that the earth puts out, you know, Schumann measured it at around 7.8. Well, that's smack dab in the middle of alpha, you know, and that's where we feel calm and peaceful and centered and stress is nowhere to be found, you know? So like all this stuff's happening in the background and you may have known it at the time, I did a lot of this stuff knowing none of the mechanisms that were really at play, but I was just like, well, I feel good. That's good enough for me. I love it. I can't remember the quote, but it was like, um, I think it was by Buckminster Fuller. He said, for us, if we saw advanced technology, we couldn't distinguish it. We could not distinguish it from magic. I think that's so true. It's we're finding these, I mean, I consider Qigong a technology and all these things, yoga, uh -huh. We're finding out the mechanisms and we will find out more. And it's all, it's all physics. It's all science. It's interesting, but it's all science is spirituality. It's, it's one and the same. So um, I love that you bring up, brought up oxygen because 
moving up here to Big Bear, I bought a hundred gallon stock tank from Tractor Supply Co. Nice. And, uh, it's grounded. I don't have to do a grounding rod in there anymore. It's it's metal. It's not a plastic tub. And when I started doing the cold soaks up here versus down in San Diego, huge difference. I mean, it was it was night and day. And it's back to that oxygen thing. Terpenes are one of the most highest photosynthetic efficiency plants in the world, maybe the highest. They pump out oxygen, pine trees, but they also pump out pinene, which is a terpene that's included in one of my products with DHA, Sati. Terpene increases oxygen concentration in tissues. And you were talking about oxygen. Oxygen is the electron acceptor. Jack Cruz talks about this. It pulls across electrons to make adenosine triphosphate, the energy molecule of the cell that binds to water and gives us energy. So that's where the Wim Hof breathing, I don't do the Wim Hof breathing. I just I don't let my body breathe how it wants to in the cold. I let the cold teach me how to breathe instead of controlling it with my mind. But I do find that the more intense the experience, the more consistent my breathing has to be. I think my record for cold was 46 degrees. And if I stopped breathing for one second, I would have had to jump out of that. So I had to keep breathing. And why is that? Because an electric current repels cold. So when we're talking about antifreeze, we're talking about omega-3 DHA, which cold water fish contain more DHA than warm water fish. So all of this connects. And yeah, the light water magnetism DHA thing, it's all one, one thing. Totally. We're really talking about the body electric and charging it. Yeah, yeah, uh, I love it. Okay, so to recap water, and, and I'll have one more question about what you do to your water after it comes through the RO machine, but uh, you use a reverse osmosis machine in the box. You get that, you got that at uh, Omica Organics along with the, um, where, where the shilajit was obtained as well. And then what do you do with, and then uh, Gerolstener, as a bottled water, but that's sparkling, right? It's, it's not sparkling actually, but the, um, yeah, we didn't finish on the Gerald Steiner because I have so many things I want to share. So I'm trying to <laughs> summarize it quickly for this podcast. This is great. I'm sure, I'm sure the fellow nerds are eating it up. <laughs> yep. I love it. <laughs> I'm having a great time. Yeah. I mean, practical, but deep. I like that kind of like walking that fine line. Yeah. And so with the Gerald Steiner, I'm a fan because it contains bicarbonate ions. And in the newsletter that you'll link, my little article I wrote, uh, baking soda, what is that? Sodium bicarbonate. What is that? It's the bicarbonate ion that's bound to sodium. Salt. Mm -hmm. And bicarbonate, <laughs> look into Dr. Mark Circus's work. A lot of people have heard of baking soda cancer. Just, just look at that connection. Uh, cancer is fermentation of the cell. What does bicarbonate do? It's, it's neutralizing the acids intracellular inside the cell. What's the process of aging? It's, it's this, these acids that are created in the cell. So if you look up Russell Beckett, magnesium bicarbonate patent, I made a YouTube video on how to make this stuff. This is going to blow up. Dr. Mercola is just now getting into this. 20% lifespan increase just from ingesting magnesium bicarbonate. I put it in my water and this is, this connects because this is what I do to my water system is I brew it with bicarbonates, brew it, meaning remineralize it. 
also do foot baths, which you can get into. It's basically baking soda, borax, and magnesium flakes. And I use the Omic Organics Copper Foot Bath, which is an incredible tool. Um, and yeah, with, with acids, I often think about what neutralizes them. It's not just like you have acidic water. I'm going to add some baking soda and it neutralizes the acids. It's not that simple. It will neutralize it to some degree, but it, it depends on the amount of acids. So if you take a TDS meter or pH strips for like aquariums and you go to a spring and you measure your spring water and you say, Oh, I'm good. It's eight. It's nine pH. Mm, not necessarily. You got to send it to a lab and they got, they have to analyze the acids in it because acids and, and, and bases can actually hide behind each other. Uh, in other words, if there's a ton of acids in the water, I mean, and then, and then you have some uh, alkaline substances, it can look basic. Like tap water is alkaline. You can measure that. But we know there's acids in the water. And the acids are related to the total dissolved solids? They're separate. So separate. the acids, okay. there's, <laughs> and, and we just talked about sulfuric and nitric, yeah. but there's excess carbonic acid, which is natural like when I make distilled water, just the air reacting with that water with no minerals in it creates carbonic acid over time. Okay, beautiful. So I'm getting you. So you, you, you test the, the water first for total dissolved solids. Because it goes through your RO system, it removes a bunch of the TDS and brings that way down. The acids are still in there, but you remineralize, or I think you said steep or something like that with, with magnesium bicarbonate. Close. Yeah. The filter does remove the acids. The so filter the, does remove the acids. Okay. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. So okay. the mechanism is usually deionization. De if okay. you want to look that up, that's, and that's standard in RO systems. Omica uses something that's slightly different, but the lab, the third party laboratory analysis, which is what you want. Cause you'll, I, <laughs> once a week, I'll get Facebook message, Matt, what do you think of this system? I pull it up pop-ups. I got to scroll way to the bottom. You know, one of those websites, no, all just gimmicky. This will change your life videos, you know, Photoshop people. It's like, <laughs> let's get down to brass tacks, third-party lab analysis. Does it remove everything? Yes. Okay, good. And so that's what this does. And the remineralization, it could be, it, there's varying levels of how deep you want to go. To me, the best form of minerals as far as running the body, the electrolyte salts that run the voltage-gated ion channels are sodium, potassium, calcium, magnesium, and sometimes chloride for water balance of the cells, which I like magnesium chloride, magnesium bath flakes, magnesium oil, and Omica has those really good quality. But imagine if we're only running on three or four cylinders and we're missing the magnesium, because maybe the fertilizer they're growing our food with has excess like 30 plus forms of inorganic calcium, like calcium hydroxide, and maybe some inorganic potassium too. And we know that calcium and potassium antagonizes magnesium. So these yeah. minerals are connected, right? So zinc and copper, um, you know, sodium, potassium. Sodium, potassium are water. Um, it's how our cells get hydrated. And calcium and potassium are muscle contraction and relaxation. So relaxation. So magnesium is one of those things. I get it always. 
I do enemas with magnesium bicarbonate. I do transdermal magnesium chloride. All of it. Pause. We're going deeper on the magnesium bicarbonate enemas. Where do you get the magnesium bicarbonate? How do you do this? I'm going to, I'm going to do one. I want to hear about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I make it and I recently did a, my YouTube channel is divine superconductor TV. Before I started my life, I started this channel. Basically the whole purpose is to connect back to your higher self to mission control. Um, via upgrading your spacesuit, because I believe that these neurotransmitters, these happy chemicals, they're not just physical. I believe they're bridges to our spirit. And so that's where it gets real, because what are we doing all this for? What's the purpose, right? Yeah. To, to, to ground in this light, to, to transform the world with our light. And so that's, that's why I'm doing all this stuff, is, is because I want to bring, I want to I live from my heart and bring these higher energies in because there's a lot of suffering here unnecessarily going on right now. So, and anyone that's listening and hearing you talk about light, maybe like, Oh, I just got too woo. But in reality, we just can't see infrared light. Right. So like if you and I, if we were to like, if we could see infrared light and we, you know, cut you open with a knife, we would see light pouring out of your body. It's just infrared. And we have a tendency to assume because we can't see something that it doesn't exist, or if we lack the mechanisms for measuring it, that it's not real. And uh, so when you're talking about light, you're actually talking about light. And by charging up our battery and using light, water, magnetism, DHA, we increase our light. Absolutely. Yeah. And and my my whole passion is, you know, I see... Uh, an epidemic of depression, of anxiety, of these neurological mood things with coworkers I used to work with, you know, even with, with the cannabis thing, just with, we have all these tools, but why are we so depressed? This is what I'm really into is getting people lit up. When I go to the store and I see a cashier, that eye contact, that smile, I wrote an article on this. We actually do emit UVA light from our eyes because we have a UVA light receptor in our eye called neuropsin. And that does absorb ultraviolet A light. And it also emits it. And so when we talk about the eyes of the window that is soul, to the soul, having this eye contact with, with especially strangers, there's an information transfer. That light-based computers do exist. We can embed information in light, and there is information embedded in light. And it's called biophotons. And this is an area of research that's just going to, more and more is going to come out of it. But it's, it's really exciting. I mean, when you hug someone, when there's, there's a lot of mechanisms at work, that nonverbal communication, that is what I live for. It's, it's, it's you know, because we could talk you year off here on this podcast, but the thing is you're implementing all these practices and then you're going out into the world and you're sharing your light and it's, it's beyond, it's way beyond words. Love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, if, if, yeah. if there's time, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about neuropsin and melanopsin and um, all, all sorts of good, cool stuff going on with the eyes. Um, how do you, you make your, how do you make your magnesium bicarbonate? Yeah. So th- this took me a while to learn. And it's basically, if you have the reverse osmosis system from Omica, the key is it has to be acid free. So most spring waters, there's going to be acids in it. 
And just to finish on that thing before, Gerald Steiner, Pellegrino's good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Castle Rock's decent. Those would be my three go-to waters if you're traveling. Just go for glass if you can. But there's going to be most likely acids in those waters because the aquifers that those flow up from react, even if it's 24-7 spring, there's a surface reaction where it flows back down and it's recycling. So you need acid-free water and you carbonate it. So I use a soda stream like a soda maker. The little CO2, carbon dioxide, you add that to the water. And I have a YouTube video on this in my channel. I just posted it on how to make magnesium bicarbonate. So acid-free carbonated water it has to be cold water too. So you have to pre-cool it. And this kind of connects with my water routine. $150, this makes it easy. Costco water cooler. This is one of the best investments I've ever made. Um, now, should, are you not concerned with using electricity to cool your water? I'm not. Uh, I mean, if, if you're a purist, you could cool it in the refrigerator. I would, if you want to go deeper with that, I would say get a Stetzer filter or a green wave filter to plug into the wall to take care of the fluctuations in the power the 60 Hertz power line. So it limits the dirty electricity. I also have some other methods that I use, but my situation is a little unique being in a cabin with hundreds of feet tall pine trees all around me, which have a grounding effect. Even if I'm, my neighbors have Wi-Fi, I'm really protected here. So there is some of that, but I would say thumbs up if you have a Stetzer or a Greenwave filter plugged into an outlet, especially the same one, that would be a go. Beautiful. So we're going to also link to this, this video, how to make uh, magnesium bicarbonate. You said you got to start with acid-free water. You use a soda stream, you cool it to um, 38, 39. Yeah. It, it just refrigerator temperature as cool as it gets. The, okay. the water cooler from Costco brings it down right to 40 Fahrenheit, right around there. And, and then it's just a matter of mixing these powders in and you get food grade a lot of people use milk of magnesia. That one has a laxative effect and it's not as pure. Use magnesium hydroxide, calcium carbonate, potassium carbonate. And there's certain ratios, which I go in on the video. It's not rocket science. I mean, it's, it's nearly impossible to mess it up. But what we're, our goal is to make mostly magnesium with some sodium, calcium, and potassium. So Dr. Mark Serkis in his book calls it the bicarbonate sisters. And so we don't want to just take one thing, you know, because we'll imbalance the other ones. But the thing is, we're way out of balance with magnesium. So what we're doing is we're making a super concentrate of magnesium with a trace amount of sodium, calcium, potassium. So what I do is I use, uh, it's called the soda stream. You fill it up to a line. I already have cold water ready to go all the time from that cooler. So it makes it a lot easier. And I pour it into a 32 ounce Mason jar, three cups, and then a little 12 ounce Mason jar. And that'll fill those up. So I go into this in the video, but basically three cups in the wide mouth Mason jar, pour the rest of it in the 12 ounce. You could probably just do it in one big one, but I just do it this way. It's just how I've been doing it. And in the big one, you add one teaspoon of the hydroxide magnesium, and then you add just a sprinkle, you don't even have to measure it, of the calcium and potassium, a, uh, you know, 
a pinch as it's called and <laughs> and cooking and and then in the in the half one the little 12 ounce mason jar you'll add a half teaspoon of magnesium hydroxide and a pinch of the others but you don't add the sodium one until the very end so you add those you lit it with the bpa free plastic lids you shake them it takes half hour to an hour say in half hour minimum i let it sit overnight in the fridge and then after it's all done then you add the baking soda and now you have that electrolyte solution it might sound complicated to listeners. I break it down pretty well in the video. It's not that hard. First time is the hardest. This is the ultimate uh, enema. If you take this and you do one to two ounces, and you can even do more, I do two ounces with this RO water from the Omica system, and you do a drop of um, a tablet of hydrogen, molecular hydrogen from uh, Vital Reaction. And uh, I have a code, Mitolite VR, you get 10% off these little hydrogen tabs. And you, you prepare your enema, lukewarm water, magnesium bicarbonate. I recommend the Seeking Health stainless steel bucket system because it's all super pure. You can get it on Amazon. Thank you, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> and, and then at the end, you drop a hydrogen tab in and it will dissolve. And while it's dissolving it's saturating the water with hydrogen gas so now you have hydrogen and magnesium bicarbonate super 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 restorative for the gut i tend to alternate enemas i don't go too crazy i limit it to one a week but this is an alkaline one i used to do even activated charcoal enemas i mean this is i was deep in the raw vegan world so i know a lot about this type of the detox in general or you can do acidic enemas. So if you ever do coffee enemas, fulvic acid, like, like Omica Superionic is really good, like a half dropper. And of course, it's not medical advice, but that's what I've been doing for a while, and it works really well. So I like alternating. I've felt more power from the alkaline enemas than I have the acidic ones because we tend to be deficient in the alkaline side of the fence. So I would recommend starting with those if you're new to enemas. And if you're like, how do I, I'm not sticking that up my butt. How do I even, you know, this is weird. It took me a year before I did my first enema. My friend told me about it. I got into it because of Marcus Rothkranz. So if anyone's new and they're like, how do I even do an enema? How do I get water up my rear end? There's like a five minute video that I really like that I saw years ago that got me into it. And it's just a little animation. It's Marcus Rothkranz with a K, uh, enema. And it's a how to do an enema. It's a, it's a funny little video. He's, he's a raw food educator, um, friend of a friend. And, and uh, yeah. Very cool. Stuff. And, and there's, I mean, there's a pretty big carrot being dangled here. Tell us about what the, the scientific literature is showing are some of the benefits of magnesium bicarbonate. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's very deep. If you look up Russell Beckett, magnesium bicarbonate, you'll see the patent and you'll read it. They, they used it mostly on mammals and farms, which are very similar to humans and apartment complexes and different things. And uh, it's like a factory farm and uh, it extends lifespan 20%. That's one of the things it does. It, so I've, got into this first from Dr. Mark Circus. And when you think of magnesium, you think about one of the major minerals that runs the entire show in the body, like I was talking about. 
Mm-hmm. And it used to be thought that it was 300 enzymes. I heard this years ago because enzymes require minerals to work. This is why this stuff is so important. This is why shilajit is so important because if you're copper toxic, then 30 enzymes can't work. Some of those are critical. If you don't have magnesium, I used to think it was 300. Then I heard 800. Sometimes I hear 2000 enzymes. So I'd say anywhere from 800 to 2000 enzymes require magnesium. And it makes sense when you figure that's one of the main minerals that runs the entire body. Uh So we have these electrical systems in our body and that they run by the voltage gated ion channels. And so we've been hearing a lot about non-native EMF from Mercola and Cruz and different people. And we know that the non-native EMF not only creates peroxynitrites and reactive nitrogen species, which by the way, the hydrogen neutralizes, but it also opens up calcium ion channels. And when the calcium ion channels have, I mean, just marry this with 30 plus inorganic calcium in the food and water. And we have a recipe for total body breakdown. And so calcium ion channels open up calcium floods into the cell. It pushes apart the mitochondria. It swells the mitochondria. The calcium gets into the mitochondria. The respiratory proteins go further apart. Now, energy transfer gets, um, the efficiency goes way down. Mm -hmm. So what's the solution to this? To me, it's magnesium bicarbonate. It's hydrogen. It's grounding. It's a magnetico. It's all of these things. But the more you stack, the better. Magnesium bicarbonate is one of the cheapest ones that everyone should be doing. Why? Bicarbonate acts as a co-transporter to get magnesium into the mitochondria. This is something that fascinates me. Someone smokes tobacco, four to 7,000 chemicals. Now, now they have a driver called nicotine. To get into, people aren't addicted to tobacco. They're addicted to the chemicals. The menthol, the flavorings, 30 to 35% of the dry weight of that cigarette. It's not pure tobacco, which is good. It's, it's chemicalized tobacco. And now that nicotine drives it deeper into the brain. Same thing with all of these different things. You know, it's the coffee star, you know, people go to. There's the caffeine and there's all the pesticides and the mycotoxins. Yeah, let's just open up the blood-brain barrier and deliver those in. EMFs are the same way. And this is what something I've never heard anyone talk about. It's opening these up and all this excess calcium is going in. What's the antidote to calcium? It's magnesium. So magnesium is almost more important than calcium. We've all, like, I grew up thinking nutrition class in college. We went two times the magnesium to one. No, it's more one to one or maybe even two to one magnesium to calcium. Because calcium only goes into the bones if magnesium tells it to go into the bones. Mm-hmm. So magnesium is key. If you're stiff and doing a lot of green juice, it's magnesium deficiency. So to me, it's one of those things of burn rates is the priorities of supplements. We're burning through DHA because of artificial light and EMF, mm-hmm. one of the same. We're burning through magnesium because of the produce, because of stress. Uh, all these things. So the cool thing about bicarbonate is that it drives the magnesium into the mitochondria. And Morley Robbins talks about this. ATP should be called mag ATP. 
is ATP actually binds to magnesium. There's a lot of cofactors to create ATP that, uh, available to play the energy molecule of the cell. And magnesium is one of those critical ones. So when people say, you know, what supplement do I take across the board for everyone? Because everyone says, oh, we're all different. Mm, but we're all dealing with the same toxicity. So that helps a lot to narrow it down. So what supplement do I take? Are you on magnesium? What form? How much? How often? Are you taking DHA or are you eating seafood? That's where you start because those are so broad acting. Okay. I want to, I'd like to pick your brain on this because right now the work, what I'm doing myself is I'm right around 2000 milligrams of magnesium a day. Um, usually glyconate or malate. I'm, I'm going to be integrating your, um, your bicarbonate form. Um, and basically what I'll tell clients is like, work your way up to 2000 or wherever you start experiencing loose stools and having problems in the bathroom and then kind of just stay under that threshold. Um, and, and a lot of the reason has been what you said, along with like the fact that we need this for, for, duplicating or, or creating new mitochondria for like mitochondrial biogenesis. So like if you want to make more fa energy factories, you got to get enough magnesium. And if you're at all deficient, you're going to be deficient in energy for a lot of different reasons. Um, what's your take on magnesium forms, dosages, timing that, that you do yourself and recommend? Awesome. Yeah. So like I mentioned earlier, there's over 30 different forms when I often ask people about magnesium, they say, oh, I'm taking magnesium in my multi-mineral supplement. And the most common form in a multi-mineral supplement is oxide. That's the worst. That's only about 4% assimilable by the body. That's, that's insane. And there's no way, you'd probably megadose that and you wouldn't even be able to build your dose, your stores of magnesium. So... Then the next most common form I see is citrate, which is that powder that people take. And I've never taken that one. I know that that works as a laxative. If you have constipation, I would give citrate a thumbs up. There's that brand Calm. That's even at CVS now. Great stuff. And that is a, more of a medicine cabinet style thing. So if you're clogged up, which you really should never be, but let's say you are and you can't have a bowel movement, take a good dose of citrate. And then once we're moving up to better forms, now we're getting into chloride, which is like the magnesium bath lakes. A lot of people do Epsom salt baths too. Or if you do the flotation tanks, a lot of the time they'll use magnesium sulfate or some, some good places might use magnesium chloride. So that's the ancient minerals stuff. That's the, yeah. And Omica actually has to me the best magnesium flakes. It all kind of comes from the same place, but experientially and from my other biohacking friends with the sprays, especially like the magnesium chloride transdermal oils, some burn more yeah. than others. Why is yeah. that? I think it's a quality thing. So if someone's experienced that burning sensation, definitely try Omicas. I like theirs because they mix it with biodynamic lavender, which is super next level. So you get that, that calming effect on your system too that lavender has. All right. We've got, we've got lots of nuggets here. We'll make sure they're all in the, in the show notes. So it's easy for everybody. Definitely. Yeah. And so, so to break it down, basically when it comes to magnesium, my favorite form is oral 
bicarbonate. And like I said, adding it to the water, I take it, I go to the fridge and I just take a straight swig of it. Uh, ideally you get up to two ounces a day, but if you make it yourself, I mean, you could really up your dose and this is very concentrated. Um, like I said, enema of that. And then there's the chloride. So I do foot soaks. I spray it on my arms. I rub it on the upper arms. And then, uh, so chloride, bicarbonate. And then I've been getting into magnesium L3 and 8, oh, which is yeah. uh, amazing because that can actually, actually pass the blood-brain barrier. And I believe that's bound to vitamin C. I've noticed a super nootropic-like effect from it. And what got me into it was taking qualia because I've done about six months on qualia, uh, taking a month off in between. So one month on, one month off. I have a pretty advanced nootropic routine. And, uh, and yeah, they use 75 milligrams of magnesium L3 and 8. And I was like, huh. And it made me think. So I've been taking two grams of that a day now. Um, and I feel it. I, I give that one a thumbs up. If anyone's dealing with anxiety or depression, any neurological thing, just feel a little overwhelmed, you need an extra boost. Maybe you're drinking a lot of coffee, you need to balance it out because caffeine does deplete magnesium, just like white sugar, white flour, all that stuff depletes magnesium. There's a lot of things that deplete magnesium. It's the burn rate that no one's talking about. How fast are we using this up? Got gray hair? Maybe you're copper deficient. You know, you're, you're using your mind a lot, burn through magnesium. There's a lot of brain nutrients, maybe lithium, magnesium, copper, zinc, lithium. These are nutrition that our brain uses when we're thinking a lot. Yeah. I've been able to, anytime I start getting grays, I just take some copper glyconate from pure encapsulations and within a month they're all gone. I love it. Yeah. And there's a lot of factors to, to gray hair. I, I've had some people get angry with me, but <laughs> it's not that simple. You know? Yeah. No. But, uh, yeah. There's I obviously, it depends on the person and what's causing your gray hairs. Right. <laughs> yeah. It could be an endo endogenous antioxidant deficiency mm -hmm. uh, because there's a uh, glutathione and, and uh, catalase um, and superoxide dismutase. Mm -hmm. Those are the main, the main ones and a deficiency in those can cause gray hair. Um, yeah. And, and some people are able to reverse it by taking catalase, even exogenous, like in supplement form or taking, um, you know, things that boost, uh, superoxide, uh, dimutase. So, um, that's, that's cool. All right. Nice. And so you don't take any magnesium glyconate or malate. I haven't, I don't believe I, I've maybe had those in formulations with different things but I've never taken those by themselves. I'm a little less of an extremist. I know some people only these forms to me, I go from natural to some unnatural biohacking techniques. So when we're talking about forms of magnesium, what would we find in nature is my first question. And we, we bicarbonate is the thing we used to find but bicarbonate is neutralized by these acids. Now we have acids and the bicarbonates. Let's get no acids with bicarbonates. That's the power. And I like it. that used to be in our, our springs, our aquifers. And then if we look at ocean water, what's the ocean? It's 3.7% magnesium chloride. And about half, like a little less than 2% is Epsom salt, magnesium sulfate. 
So when people are going to Epsom salt baths first, I say, no, upgrade to a more natural thing that we would get in higher amounts if we're swimming in the ocean. And that would be the magnesium chloride bath flakes. So like I mentioned earlier, that was a huge stress reliever. A big part of what I share with clients is taking the stress off using a lot of these techniques. So a lot of people like me, I was in sympathetic dominant, dominant fight or flight for nearly two years straight, and I couldn't switch it off. And with a lot of these tools, it really helped me to do that. And that's not neglecting the mindfulness and the community and the spiritual aspect, but it's combining it. And that's where you, people think it's going to take me a while to get rid of X, Y, Z. Mm, doesn't have to. If you combine every, every world, you'd be surprised how, the, how miraculous the healing could be. Yeah, I, man, I, I love that too. Cause like sometimes it, it's so easy for us to go to like have our knee jerk reaction be like, oh, I don't want to do all that stuff. And like you look at someone and they, they've got like MS or cancer or like something really serious. They're like, oh, I'm chronically fatigued. Like I'm exhausted all day long. And then they have a prescription that maybe takes, you know, 90 minutes a day that could get them better really, really fast. And they're like, oh, what if I only have 15 minutes a day to do this? You know, and it's like, make, become obsessed with this stuff and like make it a priority. Like if your health, if your energy, your ability to connect with other people and enjoy your experience while here on the planet, like let your, you know, light shine to use the same example you gave earlier depends on your health, make your health, your foundation, your priority and put the time in first, be obsessed with it. Even if it's just for a month, even if it's just for two months, you know, rather than always looking for shortcuts, like we'll tell you the easiest ways to do it. That's why you and I are here having this conversation. These are the easiest ways. It doesn't mean it's e they're easy, but if you want the result, they're going to get that for you. You know, and again, none of this is medical advice. Disclaimer, disclaimer, we've got it all over our sites and everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great points, Anthony. Yeah. And as a biohacker myself, it's taken me years to simplify things. Uh, complicated things are fascinating to me. It's fun. But in the end, if you're going to keep on a protocol consistently, it has to be easy. That's why I'm a fan of that water cooler. It's because, yeah, I could circulate pitchers and this and thing, and, but now I never have to boil water because I have instant hot water. And it, it cleans it with O3 ozone. It doesn't just pump it into my glass carboy, five gallon, but it cleans all the pipes with ozone, ozone which is 4,000 times more effective than chlorine. This is, your, this is the $500 reverse osmosis box? No, no. So I, I fill a, a five gallon like brewing beer glass carboy, you know, like the five gallon glass jugs, like people use to collect spring water. Yeah. I have a bunch of those I bought on Craigslist, which by the way, I recommend if anyone needs water containers, Craigslist general for sale glass carboy, you should be able to find it 30 bucks. You're doing good. 40 bucks, not bad. And get at least two of those. And I get corks. You can go to like Ace Hardware and um, bring it in and just get corks that fit on. But if you're doing this method, you only need one cork. And I cycle two. So I'll have one glass, five gallon. You know, just think of those five gallon BPA free, the garbage. BPS. Is it BPS free? No, but it's BP, bisphenol A free. So liquid <laughs> <stick with> glass. <laughs> yeah. With Omica, they recommend adding their superionic fulvic to the water. 
which is seaweed-derived calcium and magnesium that's carbon-bonded to fulvic minerals, super advanced. I prefer to just brew teas with that. So if you're doing a, a room-temperature hibiscus tea, instead of taking three or four hours, now it just takes 20 minutes with fulvic. So fulvic pretty much speeds up the reaction time. So it's, it's good whenever you're brewing anything. So you could brew the minerals, the fulvic minerals, after, you, after it comes out of the filter. Because after it comes out of the filter, it has some chloride minerals in it. With RO, the question to ask is, what minerals are they remineralizing it with? And usually it's forms of minerals in ratios that you don't want. Mm. So with Omica one, it's perfect. Um, and uh, you want to add back in the right, the right minerals. So I say bicarbonate, fulvic, and then chloride third. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, mail, I'm always having stuff. Thank you so much. Um, so, <laughs> so what minerals do you add back in? Either bicarbonate, which is a little bit of work. The superionic, like the fulvic acid, would be better. And just watch out because there's a lot of swag fulvic on the market. You can measure the, the, uh, the um, hydrometer, like the, the concentration of fulvic. A lot of it's watered down. That's why I like Omicas. Um, Gabriel Cousins, Dave Wolf have put that into their books over the years. It's been around for a long time. That's kind of what Omica is known for. But the thing is, if you're going to use this method, I would recommend keeping the water alkaline versus having it acidic because acids and metals are not a good combination. Uh, so this bicarbonate thing is great because you don't have to worry about putting it through this system where it's going to be sitting in the metal tanks, you know, with the hot water, it's a little metal tank in there. Very cool. And then the last, well, we touched on some of the other ones, but I want to, um, as we wrap up DHA, where does, where does DHA fit into the human battery? Why do we need it? All that fun stuff. I love it. Yeah. So I really like taking ancient substances. We've been talking a lot about Shilaji. That's 300 million years old. Uh, it's been, uh, compressed in the Himalayas, Andes, mountains, Siberian mountains. DHA is an omega-3 fatty acid that's 600 million years old. And that was involved in the development of early photoreceptors in organisms. So the light receivers, the first light receivers on the planet were built from dicosa hexanoic acid. Basically, it allows us to take photons and turn it into an electric current to run our body. It's the work of Michael Crawford. If you search on YouTube, go ed Michael Crawford. He talks about the quantum properties of DHA. This is definitely advanced. We haven't really integrated it into our lifestyle or understanding as much as we could. I've experimented with this personally from a sun perspective being super, super pale and white and I haven't used sunscreen in years and I've done experiments when I was juicing not steroids but doing vegetable juice with carrot juice and I was on a camping trip I brought this is when I was a hardcore vegan I was juicing carrots and celery and cucumber I was out on the lake for like three four hours no burn and knowing what I know now I understand that I ingested megadosed carotenoids beta carotene in the carrot juice 
What's beta carotene? Oh, it's a light receiver. So why do we sunburn? It's because we're not absorbing the sun because maybe we're not sweating enough in a sauna, an infrared sauna, because maybe the phthalate stuck in the tissues that accumulates in our tissues reacts with UV light and makes you burn. It's a carcinogen. So there's that aspect. And then maybe you're deficient in these light receivers. So if you want to talk about a sunburn prevention, sweat consistently in a sauna, I mean like four times a week, like an hour and integrate DHA at least 2000 milligrams a day. Chlorophyll. I'm a big fan of Hawaiian spirulina or clean chlorella, astaxanthin. The algaes are where the light receivers are. That's why I'm a big fan. Mitolife algae is a strain called Schizochytrium. It's an indoor-grown, water-extracted algae. And this is critical. I'm friends with a lot of vegans, a lot of vegetarians. I'm personally vegetarian. DHA is only found in seafood or microalgae. Nowhere else. And we'll often hear, oh, it's in marine phytoplankton, or it's in spirulina, or it's in flax, or chia, or sachiichi. Those last three have ALA, alpha-linolenic acid, and that is very poorly converted into DHA. And by the way, magnesium is a cofactor there, so we know no one's converting it already. <laughs> and so super inefficient process. Um, my friend Spencer megadosed flax oil in Hawaii for months. Uh, and there's some downsides to that, obviously. So I think the future of nutrition is going to be found with algae and bee products. I really feel that raw honey fermented with bee pollen. You have bee bread. That's a food. Royal jelly is a food. Mix in some propolis powder, complete food. At algae, we have spirulina, chlorella, schizochytrium, astaxanthin. We have some red algae, antiviral, gigartina, uh, all these different algaes. I pretty much take them all. And each one has its benefit. But the one that's 50% by weight, DHA, is this one that I sell. So we take this little microalgae and we crack the cell wall similar to how they do with chlorella, but we don't use ethyl ester, you know, any weird hexane, methane, alcohol, neurotoxins. We use water, filtered water, and we crack the cell wall and we get the juice inside. And the juice inside is it's very concentrated, 50% DHA by weight. So what I'm selling with MitoLife, it's not watered down. You go to the supplement section of the health food store, other ingredients, it's like a paragraph. If you buy my unflavored DHA, it's literally just that juice with tocopherols, just a trace amount of vitamin E, way less than 1% to keep it from oxidizing. And uh, there's lab tests because everyone's worried about rancid DHA, you know, fish oil, all of that stuff. Uh, MitoLife DHA is protected at 140 degrees Fahrenheit for months, three months plus. So when it's sealed, it's fully protected from heat. I still recommend keeping it in a cool area. It's once you open it and oxygen gets in. Oxidation is the process of what breaks down the double bonds in the compound. So DHA is 22 carbon. It's a super long chain uh, fatty acid. 
and the 22 carbons like um, have the equal signs and that's the uh, the double bonds and there's six double bonds that's where the name comes from decosa hex hex for six hexagon and so what the the equal signs the double bonds those are actually what absorb the photons this is what michael crawford found in his research is the photons fall into these pits and then it creates a conductive copper wire and when that's in your like retina like double dha molecules in one photoreceptor supposed to be there now you're protected from blue light that hits your retina and creates reactive oxygen species DHA protects against that. That's why it's so protective in the eyes. It's and everyone's yeah. talking, putting on, putting on the blue light blocking glasses, which, I mean, I have four pair, but I've moved away from that as much to like clean up my light environment, maximize my DHA with Mitolife and, um, and some of the other things that, that we've been talking about here. And that's like, that's what no one's talking about is, you know, you're more sensitive to blue light if you're not taking care of your nutrition first and, and, and all this stuff. I love that you brought that up. Andy. It's so great. I just did an Instagram story on Instagram. If anyone wants to follow me, I'm Mito Lifer with an R. I post a lot of fun stories, just my little daily biohacks. Some of them are pretty out there. And I, I just want to bring up quick tip. I love that you brought this up. I do. Uh, I have red party lights, 25 watt in my bathroom. On my phone, I have uh, lowbluelights.com for $20. It's a 99% blue light filter. It's kind of orangish. You put that on your iPhone or your Android. And now when you look at your phone, hopefully not hundreds of times per day, <laughs> you're draining less dopamine because blue light is what does that. And keep your phone on do not disturb too because those dings deplete your dopamine and, and shake your nervous system. So keep on do not disturb. Even if you check your phone often, that's going to help a lot your nervous system. Okay, but cool. And Iris for the laptop. Just get that. And put oh, it in the yeah. sleep mode at night. That's great. That's great. So someone, I'm going to play devil's advocate, right? Someone's listening and they're like, um, all right, so what does DHA do for me? Why, why do I need it? It protects my eyes. Okay. I'm pretty sure my eyes are good. I'm 20, 20. Why else do they need it? Great question. Yeah. So there's, there's a lab study that shows that DHA deficient rats have more eye damage from artificial light. So translation DHA protects the eyes from blue wavelength light, which is four times the blue of the sun with no infrared and no ultraviolet to balance it. There's a lot of other things at play. DHA gets drained whenever there's stress. It, so DHA is three pounds in our nervous system. It's in the central and peripheral nervous system. It's in the areas that are the most mitochondrial dense. So the eyes, the brain, the heart, the testes for men, the ovaries for women, and then just throughout our entire nervous system. And if you think about non-native EMF, this is a microwave frequency that rattles our nervous system. So our mitochondria, these little power plants oscillate at hundred Hertz. And what's going through the walls of every U.S. home is oscillating 60 cycles per second, 60 Hertz. That difference rattles our system. It, it throws off the mitochondria. What DHA does is it literally minimizes the unnatural oscillations 
that non-native EMF cause. I always use the analogy, walk into a library with a boombox blasting heavy metal. That is you walking into Wi-Fi. That's what's happening at the deepest level. So it's a mitigation there. And then not only that, over 20,000 studies on omega-3s and their benefit, mainly for the heart and brain. We're talking about more of the next level, exciting new research with DHA as it relates to our toxic environment. But if you just want to talk from a nutritional level, it also it breaks down into a lot of cool stuff. Protectins, resolvins, these different compounds that are extremely anti-inflammatory. I just made a Facebook post on how a lot of things, well, a lot of the toxins in our food, different things, they create these inflammatory, pro-inflammatory cytokines, different things. This is what DHA neutralizes. When you stack this with magnesium, maybe some molecular hydrogen, you have these things in place, you're kind of pretty protected from, from the world that we've created, which is kind of like a spaceship right now. I mean, we only get a break when we go on a hike and there's no cell phone reception, but when you feel the difference, you're like, whoa, I didn't know I was that entrenched in it. That's you get, we get a break when we're on a hike. If there's no cell phone reception, if our phone is in airplane mode, if it's looking for that reception, it may actually be worse than if we're like, you know, within range of a cell tower. I love that you brought that up. Yeah. I use the defender shield. There's mixed opinions. Some people say those little, I had a pong case for a while. The defender shield was the other one. A lot of people say those don't work. Makes me feel better. Anytime it's in my pocket, it's on airplane mode, period. Yeah, if I'm walking around the store like Costco or whatever and waiting for a call, I'll hold it in my hand or I'll put it in the cart. Yeah. But, ask, uh, ask, ask a friendly shopper to hold it for you. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. uh, th- this is great. Last devil's advocate question. Okay, so someone's listening. They're like, yeah, I'm on board with the benefits of DHA. Um, oh, look, that's in my fish oil from Costco or Walgreens or wherever. I'm good. What do you say to them? Uh, yeah, it's a great question. So I am, I came from the seafood world. After I discovered this information, I went on a six month heavy seafood diet, whereas it was almost like that was all I was eating. Two to three dozen oysters a week raw, uh, wild cod Alaskan salmon, like four ounces, five days a week. I went heavy with it. I felt the benefits, but then there's the parasites and the mercury. And okay, now let's talk about a fish oil pill. Now they they start with this toxic sludge. Who knows where they got the fish? A lot of these regulations with what they put on the label, they can be pretty relaxed. With There's a lot of workarounds with nutrition labels. The integrity, especially with Costco products, the ubiquinol, the CoQ10, that generally comes from the same place. When you're talking about fish oil, where are they taking the fish and how toxic are those fish and mercury and plastics, PCBs, dioxins, all that stuff. So they, they, the process is pretty much melting this, these fish into a toxic sludge and then they extract the oil from that sludge and quote molecularly distill it. And supposedly that molecular distillation process takes care of all those contaminants. Okay, okay, let's just say that's true. And now you have this 25 to 30% DHA 
fish oil pill, which is what fish oil is. By the way, mine's 50%. And that's very prone to oxidation, very prone. They, some good companies might add some tocopherols, some vitamin E to protect it, which again, protects those double bonds from oxidation. So, and someone which, hearing this, oxidation basically means it's going rancid and your body can't use it. So who cares if you're taking it and it's gone and it's oxidized, you can't use it. Absolutely, yeah. And when we're talking about something that's incorporated into our nervous system, we really, I mean, there's genetically modified fish now you look up the article, they mixed DNA of a tomato with a fish. And there was that big outrage, I think it was earlier this year, of releasing these GMO fish into the wild, into the ocean. And now that's just like Monsanto. And you have What's no the worst that could happen? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're in, we're in this weird like matrix, like just children of men weird world where who knows where we're headed and it's definitely you know I, I resonate with a lot of stuff shared in the paleo community i know how to make a fire with the bow drill i think it's really smart to know how to forage in your environment know what's edible i know that the, i can make pine tea out of the needles i know i can get the inner bark from the pine tree and eat that i know the pine pollen is a complete protein i know the pine nuts are edible I know how to harvest oak acorns, seed of an acorn, make that into food. I made acorn bars last year. It's not that hard. And um, it's important to know. But it's also important while we have all these tools available to us, who knows how long we will, to become self-sustainable. So this is back in the day, you know, whenever there's a famine, oh, go to wheat. You know, that's a, that's a starvation crop because they could store it for a long time we can upgrade now to new things where we don't need to go to wheat. If we have a little lag time in our little something happens in society and don't want to get down conspiracy. But if you study the federal reserve and stuff, you'll see that there's some stuff going on that the system's not really built to last. So it's good to, you know, at the very least it's security to know, Hey, I can make a fire without butane. Hey, I know what's edible in my environment. Yeah. Yeah. These are, those are great skills to have. And like, I mean, I think you've given us some amazing stuff to run with and implement here. I mean, anyone that isn't, um, that, that isn't you drinking, consuming the right type of water that isn't, um, you know, following some of the steps with the reverse osmosis and the removing of, of these acids, getting your body, some of the nutrients it needs for, um, for better energy production. And, um, and, and then providing your nervous system with that, that DHA, how much, um, what type of, of DHA do you take? What's your dosage? And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So again, I recommend going for algae. It's, you could say it's 250 times more pure than fish oil. And I believe that when a substance is more pure, the body can recognize it easier. So if you're taking DHA with a good dose of methylmercury, that's different from taking DHA with pretty much no mercury. Your body's going to assimilate it differently to me. That's something you can experience with. I've been experiencing that for many years. So I recommend Shizokytrium, try a bottle of MitoLife. And how much to take varies upon your environment. Um, I generally recommend 
two, two grams or 2000 milligrams. And I have two products right now. One's a DHA dropper and I have lemon and unflavored. So the lemon one's the one that people most prefer. It tastes delicious. And it's just a little bit of organic lemon oil, like essential oil. And I have the straight unflavored, which kind of tastes fishy, seaweedy a little bit, but it's just for the hardcore people. And then I have the sati, which is 96% DHA. It's a spray and it's with 4% terpenes. So terpenes from organic rosemary leaf and lemon peel. So imagine like a truck full of those. And we take the oil from those, so the terpenes, the living oil. And it's a complex. So it's not just lemonine and pinene. Not, we're not talking extracts. This is like a whole plant complex extract. I love it. Yeah, a lot of these are unknown, the effects. If you, if you PubMed search lemonine and pinene, you amaze the deep. What oh, happens. yeah. 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 Anti-cancer properties with, with D-lemonine and Q40 and lemons and like amazing stuff here. So I, I love the Mito Life Lemon. And as you're describing this, I'm kind of feeling a bit like a pansy. And like I need to upgrade to the uh, to the unflavored one and and man up, and then so do you combine the unflavored with the DHA spray? Like if I wanted to, you know, if I wanted to do sixty days of of your DHA protocol, um, do you divide that between the unflavored Mito Life and the DHA spray, or how would you recommend? I would, yeah. I generally recommend going through one bottle of Sati, which is the spray which is just good for, I mean, I'm in California, smokers, really great, whether it's cigars or cannabis or whatever you're smoking, this will protect your mouth, the terpenes, because smoke, smoke decreases oxygen in the tissues. Terpenes like pinene increase oxygen in the tissues. So this is a protective thing, and just for general oral health, dry eyes, dry mouth, sinus stuff. It's really good to spray it and then take a deep breath. And it's just this feeling in your lungs. Like if you're in LA and you're in, in the city and you're breathing in all this car exhaust, it's a super refresher. So if you do six sprays of Sati, this is the thing with MitoLife. A lot of these other algal DHAs are underdosing. I'm a big fan of megadosing in general, various compounds. Magnesium is great, but the right forms. This is the caveat to this thing. And three sprays or one serving of sati is half a gram, 500 milligrams. So if you use six, that's a gram. And then you do four half droppers of the, the uh, dropper, the pipette, you get up to 2,000 milligrams a day. I'm sorry, if you do two droppers. So one, if you draw the MitoLife up into the pipette halfway, that's 500 milligrams. Okay. So two doses, 2,000. Yeah, unfortunately, I switched to Myron glass and the, the pipette isn't graduated anymore. So it's kind of a guessing game as far as how many milligrams you have in the pipette. But just be assured that halfway up the glass pipette is give or take 20 milligrams. It's close to 500 or half a your, gram. Your container is Myron glass? Yes. And that's what differentiates it. That's, that's amazing for uh, a whole bunch of other reasons. I mean, I, I think people are going to love this and we're going to need to have you back. I'm going to be implementing this, this Mito Life protocol. So I'm going to be doing six sprays of your Sati, which is like, contains the terpenes and you are actually inhaling that. You are. 
Yes. And then, and then two full droppers of the unflavored Mito Life. Or if people want to start out a little bit gentler, like I did with the lemon flavored, it, it does taste amazing. And it's just lemon essential oil. Um, so the two full droppers and the six sprays gets you to around 2000 milligrams of DHA per day. Perfect. Yeah. And I would, I would just say too, um, you know, this could be a seafood replacement. I made a video called seafood replacement. I might get some red flags from people. Oh, why not just eat seafood? This is a natural. He's trying to sell supplement, whatever. Okay, cool. If you're eating seafood, keep eating it. That's not an issue, but just study parasites. And I highly recommend just do a three to six month break from any kind of meat, animal tissue. And yes, there's arachidonic acid, but you could take cannabinoids, which break down into arachidonic acid. And take a break, do an enema cleanse, do a parasite cleanse at least twice a year, if you're eating meat especially, if you're not once a year. But this is my whole thing with DHA, is if you're not eating seafood, period, this is a non-negotiable to take my life DHA. It's just so critical because we're not just, it's not like you're not just getting it, it's that it's draining. I have two vegan pregnant moms that are my friends and they're breastfeeding their kid. And the one baby that my friend just had is so bright eyed. And there's hardcore research on how DHA, it's, it's a timing issue. It's either it's there or it's not. And I'm so glad that my mom was pescatarian before she had me because we didn't have this technology back then. But D, what built the human brain? It wasn't cooking made us human. It wasn't, protein it was dha because we, we evolved along coastal regions and we were fishing and collecting oysters because it was easier than hunting a bison it's a lot less yeah. work yeah so, and it, it's so it, it's so backwards to be focused on certain nootropics if you haven't first optimized your dha and we'll um we'll, we'll put the link to mitolife and the specific ones that that you recommended that i'm going to be taking um in the show notes as well Matt, this has been awesome, man. Um, so much, so much gold nuggets, and um, and I'm probably going to go spend a, a thousand or two bucks on <laughs> picking up all this stuff. And my kitchen's going to look even more like a laboratory, but uh, it's it's all in the name of uh, evidence based biohacking. And <laughs> I'll tell you, my my kitchen counter is I'm losing space. It's all these supplement models. Yep, yep. After this, I'm going to go clean out my cabinets. <laughs> When we moved from Chicago to Florida, my girlfriend looked at me and she's like, I'm reclaiming the kitchen counter. Like you're no longer having all of your stuff spread around. And she's like, it looks like, uh, have you ever seen back to the future? Like when the first one, when Marty, when, when they first show like uh, doc's office, his, <laughs> his lab and there's like just stuff everywhere. And like, that's, that's what our kitchen looked like. And she's, she's kept it a little bit more domestic where like our home can look somewhat normal within like 20 minutes if we have to. <laughs> I love it. I, I just want to say, I know we have to wrap up just a quick piece on supplements real quick. Yeah. A lot of people say, Oh, are you a supplementarian? So unnatural. Why not just do whole foods, whole 30? Not only is our food deficient, we have all these toxins. So Dave Asprey talks about this, how we need supplements now, but the thing is just prioritizing and as biohackers like you and I are, a lot of this is fun. You're yeah. losing, using the body as a lab, which could be dangerous. But if you marry it with research and a little bit of caution, it could be safe. And uh, it's it's just it's it's fun, you know. It's, it's it, 
we're a little extreme with the amount of supplements we take. <laughs> but uh, I'll write an article on just my top ones because I feel like there are key ones. I work with clients, you know, they're taking CalMag. It's like calcium and magnesium supplement. I'm like, no, do not supplement calcium. It's usually not a good thing unless it's deglucurate. Right, right. Absolutely. Um, well, this is this is awesome. Matt, thank you, man. Um, if people like this, you know, the best thing that they could do is uh, leave us a review. Let, you know, in the comments, let us know that you enjoyed this this conversation with Matt and that you want to have him back on and we'll do that. Matt, I appreciate you hanging out, man. We ran long, but it's it's all uh, it's all great stuff. So it had to happen. Of course. Yeah. And, and do, do you want to just mention the discount? We've made a little discount. Oh yeah. 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 So um, yeah, we're going to hook people up with a discount for the Mito Life too uh, as well. It's going to be what discount code biohacks, B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S. So what website do they go to, Matt? That's mitolife.us. Mitolife.us. And then you enter discount code biohacks, B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S to save yourself 15%. Um, and we'll see about if, um, if we can get something, something cool for the Omica site as well. I'll talk with you about that offline. And, um, if, if that's a possibility, then we'll hook you guys up with a cool discount there too in the show notes. Uh, Matt, thank you. Listeners. Thank you. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. Went, went longer and I'm glad it did. (laughs) It was so much fun, Anthony. I could talk about this all day and I'm, I'm stoked. Thanks so much for having me. This episode is brought to you by the Violite. So many of the health experts and world-class athletes I've interviewed over the years have revealed one of their secret weapons to improve performance is photobiomodulation and specifically light therapy. And the Violite is one of the best photobiomodulation device companies on the market. I'm a big fan of their product, the Neuro, which is a transcranial intranasal headset that gives efficient and effective whole brain stimulation. Its design utilizes photonic energy to stimulate cellular function in neurons and help improve brain bioenergetics. I'm also a big fan of the 655, which is a 655 nanometer red intranasal light therapy device that helps stimulate your body to move towards an ideal internal environment. It lowers inflammation. It kills pathogens in the blood. This low-level laser diode, it releases coherent light in the visible red spectrum and it It irradiates the capillary-rich nasal cavity. I've found all three products to have a huge impact on maximizing my performance, and you can check them out at violite.com. That's V-I-E-L-I-G-H-T.com. And for a special bonus to you guys, Violite is offering 10% off of your purchase. So all you have to do is use the discount code BIOHACKS, that's B-I-O. H-A-C-K-S at checkout and you will save 10% on your order. So check out the Violite product line. You will not be disappointed.